Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Bobcast, the last Bobcast of the year 2015. With you, as always, is Bob, live in the lounge, staring at the Ouija board. Uh, This week commemorates the two-year anniversary of the Bobcast. Been sitting here recording out of this microphone onto the Pro Book for approximately two years, yeah. And, um, you know, we've had some great high watershed moments. Um, had some great interviews with Daru Jones, Chad Stokes of the band Dispatch and State Radio, Big Data, one of my all-time favorite albums of the year, 2.0. A bunch of people, a bunch of friends who have helped out. And, you know, this is the year also, too, that I've announced here on the Bobcast that I am, in fact, becoming a father, which is crazy. I have exactly five weeks to go. And um, truth be told, I am scared as shit. I, I don't know what to expect. You know, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's amazing how fast pregnancy goes. Nine months of the year just seemingly, it just goes by like that. I mean, my wife is ready to go. The baby is moving all over the place. People ask me all the time, you know, uh, do you know you're having a boy or a girl? We have no idea. For nine months, we have maintained mystery where others, I guess, fault into gentrifying their son or daughter's bedroom colors a certain way. We have decided to just, you know, raise the kid, whoever it is, come as you are, if you will. So, yeah, I um, yeah, I throw up in my mouth a little bit each morning, you know. I'm a little, you know, nervous <laughs> around the edges. I quit smoking cigarettes years ago, and, you know, I don't have that to, to fall back on, and it's just, it's crazy. But, um, yeah, I, I just can't wait till it happens. You know, we did a tour of the hospital recently where, you know, they showed me the door that I have to drive up to, um, showed us the facilities. But, you know, truth be told, I'm going to tell you flat out, the thing that makes me the, the most nervous is I have to drop my wife off at this door. Then I have to go park my car in this lot and then make my way back in. Like, I imagine that moment of, like, locking maybe the keys in the car, you know, something just insane, rushing back into the hospital to see my wife give birth, and it's just nuts, man. Some people say, oh, you gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. I'm getting myself prepared to cut the umbilical cord. Um, yeah, I, okay, yeah, I guess I'll do it, you know, like, it's just nuts. I mean, this Bobcast, maybe years from now, I'll go back and I'll listen to it, and I'll just be like, man, you're such a sucker. You had no idea what you were getting yourself into. But you know what? I can't wait to be a dad, man. You know, I can't wait to just share, share like, you know, love with, you know, like something. It's just, it's crazy. It's it's nuts, you know. I'm 35 years old. I'll be 36 next month. I met a mother today um, at Whole Foods who was 18 years old and she had two kids. And her oldest kid was four years old. And, you know, I was just, I was blown away by that, you know, like, uh, I, I feel like, you know, we're both kind of in the same, you know, batch. Like, you know, she's like, I didn't know what to get my, I was getting myself into. I was young. I thought I'd destroy my life, but I really love my kids. And you know what? Kids are the best, man. Adults are what ruin the party each time. When the kids show up, everything's great. So, yeah, it's just so many things going through my head. You know, we have the nursery, which is directly across from the lounge. Almost all set up. We have a, a dope crib. My uh, my mom and um, I guess you know my um, 
father-in-law purchased us a crib. When the crib arrived, two packages showed up on my porch. And upon inspecting the, you know, the boxes, we realized quickly that, yeah, they sent us two cribs. So we set up the one crib and, you know, all the pieces intact. I, I couldn't believe it that they sent two. We went and checked the the records, the billing records, and there was no fault. Um, it says one. By some reason, we have two. So we're looking to, to uh, perhaps maybe, you know, help somebody out. Talk to me here on the Bobcast. You know what I mean? Let's spread the love. Spread it this Christmas. You know, I don't even have a Christmas tree this year because I decided that we've been using a f- uh, Christmas tree that was artificial for four years. And it, you know, had gotten old, lost its luster. Me jamming it back in the box didn't help things. So let's put it that way. <laughs> so, you know, I had the idea when I was getting it down from the attic. I was like, you know, maybe I'll give it to somebody who's, you know, hurting this Christmas who could use a tree with kids. So we put an ad out on Facebook on the Narstown yard sale thing. And, you know, we, we did it, you know, we read it, each comment, a bunch of people replied, but we did it in chronological order, to be fair. And um, we helped the family out. We gave him a tree, some jingle balls, gave the kid a Batman toy that's overstocked here in the lounge. And, uh, yeah, we made their Christmas, you know, dreams come true. They took a picture of it. I felt pretty good about myself. I urge you out there to do the same. Somebody drops a can in the soup aisle at the supermarket. Pick it up for them. You know what I mean? Spread the love. Spread the cheer. Don't ask for anything in return, too. I think that's the most important thing in life. The more you give, the more you get. But when you get it, it's least expected. And that's what we're talking about here on the Bobcast.
Yeah, that was the number one song the summer that I met my wife, way back in 2000, when Stone Temple Pilots released number four. You know, I was really upset about the news of Scott Weiland. I really enjoyed his music. I had seen the band twice. I think it was the second concert I've ever seen, the Purple Tour at the Man Music Center in Philadelphia. Meat Puppets opened up for him, which was amazing. As a kid, I, I think I was with Craig Cromwell, uh, yeah. And then I saw him at the Spectrum in uh, 2001, and I was blown away, man. Scott Weiland was one of the best performers. He was doing a Mick Jagger thing, but he was doing his own thing. And at the time, everyone, you know, Stone Temple Pilots in the beginning were compared to Pearl Jam. And the vocal stylings of the choruses and stuff like that, the way that Weiland's voice would portray Eddie Vedder's. But, you know, I didn't see that at all. As a kid, I saw Stone Temple Pilots as being like this dark version of grunge. The purple, excuse me, the plush video, the plush video of the colors, Weiland's hair. It was a very punk rock, very Sid Vicious style, Johnny Rotten, Sex Pistols. And the attitude was there. And they didn't, they didn't like hold back. They were just like, yeah, we're a straightforward rock and roll band. I really enjoy Eric uh, drumming. Along with the DeLeo brothers, the bass player is awesome. He's got some of the greatest moves ever. But Scott Weiland's passing, it's, just, it's, it's upsetting because he has fought with addiction for so long. And uh, for all the people that we've lost in the Bobcast land, addiction does suck. It's a hard cycle to break. And it takes people's lives. And drugs are bad. And ultimately, they'll kill you. That's the lesson learned here tonight. But, you know, Scott... He failed many times at getting healthy. He tried, but he just was a natural addict. And in part, I think that fueled his uh, creativity. And it's a shame that artists have to uh, succumb themselves to this type of pressure. And I don't know, it's it's just terrible. But I have to say, I, I've listened uh, to all of their anthology. I never listened to the self-titled 2010 Stone Temple Pilots album. There's some good tracks on it. Um, I guess I missed it. When I turned 30, I, I missed STP. I remember Velvet Revolver. I thought that that was ultimately just one of the greatest culminations of rock and roll ever between Guns N' Roses and Wyland. His 12-bar blues album, another piece of fantastic work. And, you know, it, it's a shame that the band broke up. Wyland's drinking got so bad that when you drink heavy and you have cardiovascular heart disease, you, you can't hit those notes no more. And if you go back and you watch some of the videos on YouTube, Wyland's just not cutting it at all. And they had to fire him. And um, I remember maybe two, I think it was two, three years ago, I felt indifferent towards the fact that Stone Temple Pilots enlisted Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park to be the lead vocals. So, you know, I, I had a sour taste in my mouth for STP for... A few years, and then I got the news of Scott's passing, and it really hit me, you know, like, another one is gone from, like, our generation, and I started thinking to myself, you know, we're not kids no more, and we're becoming adults, and these bands, I remember being a kid in 1991, and first hearing about the Sex Pistols, and I found out they broke up in the late 70s, and I was devastated, and this is only the course of maybe a 14-year difference of generation. And, you know, I always wanted to be a part of it, and the Beatles were always, to me, like these magical fathers in the sky, and it was like a magical time of music, really. And in an age where music can be consumed and downloaded within the, you know, the blink of an eye or the click of a button, music back then meant something. When you bought a record, a CD, or more importantly for me, a tape, 
and you smelled that plastic and you smelled that just pure artistry. You you, you wanted to make mixtapes, you wanted to share with your friends, and it took time. And it seems that everything in today's world now is built towards cutting time in half and not taking the moment to enjoy something. I enjoyed Stunt Double Pilots music for two weeks at my job. I'm fortunate enough to listen to my iPod at work. And I gotta tell you, you know, thank you, Scott, for all the music, you know. So I'm gonna play a mixtape of some of my favorite tracks of Stone Temple Pilots here on the podcast.
Didn't they?